If the lower ranger were here, he would not let you cheat her. So I, Pedro Martinez, will take his place. Take the place of the lone ranger, eh? Huh? <laughs> uh, do not laugh. Right. I'm through laughing. The hearty cry of Hayo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories, featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. In some parts of the early western United States, outlaws seized the reins of government, and the honest settlers had no one to defend their lives or property. It was in these sections of the new territory that the masked rider of the plains did his best work in the cause of justice. Single-handed, he fought crime and criminals, and finally brought law and order to the lawless frontier. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. We're heading south to the range country. Battle's waiting for us. I own Silver. Hooray! It was after dark when Pete Lacey, Pedro Martinez, and Mary Lawrence rode into the little town of Glenville. They headed straight for the cafe. But as the two cowboys started to rein up, Mary stopped them. The red's office is in back. We can go in the back door without going through the cafe. Lead the way, Miss Lawrence. You will let me do the talking, Pete. I got a few things to say to the skunk myself. I'm afraid it won't do any good. We will see, Signora. Right up here. There he is, sitting at a desk. <laughs> It's better if you stay out here. Oh, no, I'm coming with you. The door is unlocked. We walk straight in. What's the Senor Bannister? We have business with you. Who are you? What's the idea of busting in like this? They're friends of mine, Red. Uh, maybe they came here to make trouble. Maybe we did. If it's about the mortgage, I hold a new idea. You are it, Senor. We would like to see that paper. The sheriff's seen it. That's all that's necessary. 
He served you notice, didn't he, Miss Lyons? I don't believe that my husband ever borrowed money from you. He never told you, eh? Never. And Dick never kept a secret from me in his life. He was a friend of ours. Pedro and me stayed at the Diamond L just three months ago. When Dick was having trouble with those rustlers. So you're the two hombres that helped on them off. Si, senor. It's too bad you didn't get rid of them for good. And they couldn't have come back and gotten I'm not it. so sure it was rustlers that killed Dick. No? Well, who did it then? I don't know, but Maybe I... Maybe these two had a hand in it. Uh, so this insult. You have insult Pedro Martinez, this of all I will make you the... You listen to me, Red. Dick told us his ranch was free and clear. He said that no matter what happened to him... His wife will be taken care of. This mortgage you have, it is a fake. You're sure to ask and we will prove it. <laughs> Do not laugh at us. Senor Lorenz is a friend of ours. If the Lorenzo were here, he would not let you cheat her. So I, Pedro Martinez, will take his place. Take the place of the Lone Ranger, eh? Huh? <laughs> Do not laugh. Right. And through laughing. Get out of here. Not until we see... Get out. Do not go for your gun, senor. I'll show you. You killed him. The door of the cafe is locked. Come on, out the back door. Wait a minute, not yet. Get on your horse. Get out of town, Pedro. But hurry up. You are going to stay here. What else can I do? Where shall I go? Try to find the Lone Ranger. Tell him what happened, and then do what he says. Let's see. We let him in now, Miss Lawrence. Shall we tell him the truth? I'm not going to say anything. What was that shot? What's happening here? I uh, there's been an accident, Sheriff. Well, it's Red. He's been shot. Red. Get them all out of here, Sheriff. Miss Lawrence, you and that hombre with you are under arrest. Take them all to jail, boys, and shut the door behind you. Pedro Martinez raced out of Glenville, he headed straight for the Padre, who was an old friend of the Lone Ranger. The Padre was able to tell him where the masked man could be found. And on the second night after the shooting, Pedro told his story. And, uh, well, and that is all, senor. Uh, plenty bad. You're sure he's dead? I shoot if for... I do not mean to kill him, senor. I shoot for his gun, like you, but I do not have your skill. And he and Mrs. Lawrence stayed behind. See, si, senor. He'd tell me to find you and tell you what happened. And now I am to do whatever you say. There's only one thing to do, Pedro. Give myself up. We'll ride back to Glenville with you. Hey. Right away, Pedro. Here, Silver. Yes, Count. We should be able to get there by morning. But before you give yourself up, we'll find out what's happened since you left. Into the saddle. Ready, Tonto? Tonto, ready. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. Get up there. I Diamond L Ranch House, isn't it, Pedro? Si. We'll stop there before we go into town. Maybe we not find Miss Lawrence. I've thought of that. The sheriff may be holding both her and Pete. He cannot arrest him. They have nothing to do with his shooting. Pete's your best friend. He could have taken the blame for it. No, no, Pedro, we not let him. That woman in front of the house. Is it Mrs. Lawrence? Si, senor. Good. Come on, Silver. Pedro! It is the senor. Where is Pete? It is not right for him to take the blame. Pedro, why have you come back? This is the law ranger. I do what he tell me. So where is Pete? He's in jail. Oh, no, that is not right. We will not stop here, senor. We will go into town. Not so fast, Pedro. Did Red Bannister die, Mrs. Lawrence? Yes, he did. 
They had his funeral day before yesterday. Is Pete charged with his murder? Well, they, they arrested him, but... Oh, Pedro, I didn't know what to do. I wanted to save his life, so I told him that you did it. Oh, Pedro, is glad that you say that. Oh, but the sheriff doesn't believe it. Neither does anybody else in the town. Nobody saw us going to the cafe, and when they opened the door to the office, they only found Pete and me. I will tell him the truth. Have they set a date for Pete's trial? It's tomorrow. I see. Pedro, did Red wear his guns low? Mm, very low. He had a bad reputation for guns. And you fired as he was going for his gun. See, si. You tried to shoot it out of his hand. Mm, like you, senor. Can you remember how far he'd raised his hand? Well, his gun was just out of the holster. Mrs. Lawrence, what happened after you let the men from the cafe into the office? The sheriff was the only one who came into the room. He he walked over to Red, and, and after he'd taken a look at him, he arrested Pete and me. Some of the deputies took us to jail. And Red's funeral was held the next morning? Yes. Uh, no. No, I guess it was that same night. That's strange. What do you think? I don't know, Tonto. I wish that someone we could trust had examined the body. Mrs. Lawrence, Red Bannister held a mortgage on your ranch. That is what all argument was about. Did he own other property? Yes, he owned the cafe and the old Lazy Y Ranch. That's just south of us. Uh, who does that land go to now? I don't know. He doesn't have any kin around here. I wonder if he left a will. What has that got to do with Pete, senor? Perhaps nothing. Perhaps a great deal. We're right into town now. You're going in by yourself, Pedro, and report to the sheriff. Then they will set me free. I doubt it. They'll hold you both until after the trial. But you'll hear from us before then. Does anyone live at the Lazy Y, Mrs. Lawrence? Oh, no. They haven't run cattle there for years. Why do you ask that? Because Tonto and I are going to pay the lazy wire visit. We'll see you later, Pedro. Adios. Get him up, scout. Hail Silver. Hooray! There's the ranch house. Nobody lived there in a long time. It looks ready to fall down. Ah. What we do there? Just take a look around. There hasn't been any rain lately. There might be some tracks near the corral. That rifle shot. From the house. We can't go any closer, Tonto. Uh-huh. Not while it's daylight at any rate. Whoever's in there means business. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. We come back tonight. Our first call will be on the sheriff. Faster, Silver. Faster. Ranger and Tonto made camp in a dry arroyo and waited there until nightfall. Then they rode into town and, leaving their horses at the rear of the jail, headed for the front of the building where the sheriff had his office. We'll take a look in that window, Tonto. Oh. If he isn't alone, we'll have to wait until they Jim leave. Light and window go out. He's leaving. Come on. There he is, just getting ready to mount. Who's there? And not so fast, Sheriff. We have some business to take up with you. Business? You're mad. And you're covered. I'll make a sound and get back inside your office. You can't right. tell me. No outlaws don't order me around and get away with it. That remains to be seen. Unlock the door. I tell you. Until I take your keys. Oh, I'll do it. Light the lamp, Tonto. Ah, oh, you do it. They won't keep you long, Sheriff. Just tell me what I want to know and you won't be hurt. You'll never get out of this town alive. Now, wait a minute. Is Red Bannister dead? Well, what's that to you? I ask you a question. Sure he's dead. Shot and killed three days ago. That's what I heard. I'm here to claim his estate. Huh? Not for myself, but I have a paper in my pocket that's signed Red Bannister. It says that all his money and his property it's are... It's a forgery. To... Well, how do you know? You haven't seen it yet. Well, hand it over, then. I'm not sure that you can be trusted with it. What do you mean? You might destroy it. Why should I? It isn't worth the paper it's written on. Not even if the signature were genuine? Well, Red may have signed a will sometime or other. I don't know anything about him before he come to Glenville. 
Well, it's only the last will that counts, and he signed one just before he died. I want to see it. You've got a fat chance. Aren't you forgetting that I still have you covered? It isn't here. Well, we'll just make sure of that. There's some papers on your desk. Keep away from that desk. And it is here. I warn you. Now, you've done that before. Yes, you were telling the truth. All right. Go ahead and read it. Mm-hmm. So George Brady gets everything. What's this at the bottom? Nothing. Palace Hotel, San Francisco. That must be Mr. Brady's address. I suppose Red told you to sell all his property and send the money to Brady. I got nothing more to say. Neither have I. But I think I'll take this paper with me. You can't. It hasn't been filed in court yet. I can see that. And that this will should disappear, Mr. Brady would have a hard time collecting, wouldn't he? Uh, so that's your game. Figure to collect on your own will, huh? Time up, Tonto. Oh, Tonto, do it. You sit down and chat. It won't do you any good. Now, don't make the ropes too tight. We, we only need a start, Sheriff, and you'll never be able to catch us. Yeah? Yeah, that's fine. Come on, Tonto. The fools, they didn't even gag me. Help! Get me out of here! Help! <laughs> Here. Why are we not right? I want the sheriff and his posse to follow us. We'll lead them out of town and lose them. Then what? We'll come back here. It may take a little time to get Pete and Pedro out of jail, but we have to do it. There are plenty of men out front now. Nearly all the men in town. Good. Here's where we draw them away from the jail. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. I own curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. Pete, you will let me say this. You try to stop me. Hey, Pedro, here. There are horses stop out in front. Can you see? No. The masked man? Whoever he is going to office... He said that he would save us, Pete. We, we know that we can trust in his words, but if he only wanted to talk with us, he could come here to the window. Mm, perhaps he let us out. I don't think he would. After all, he don't... That is the door from the office to here. They break it off. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.